we speak with Greg Bruce, an infection control professional for a paramedic service. Greg, thank you for joining us today. It's good to see you. Good to see you. You're very welcome. So you're a you're an infection control professional. How did you end up being? How did you end up graduating from paramedic to infection control professional? Well, it was a pretty uh, direct re um, response to my SARS experience in 2003. I was one of the paramedics in Toronto that had SARS, and I learned about infection control to regain control of my environment, basically, and it's gone from there. Maybe just quickly, because um, so, I don't know anybody who got SARS, how bad was it? Uh, I was pretty sick, and I was sick enough to be in the intensive care unit and worried about my survival, for sure. Wow. So that made you want to learn more about infections in general? Yeah, like through, there was a lot of things that weren't available to uh, me as a paramedic during SARS, a lot of knowledge gaps that could have uh, prevented the SARS experience for me and prevented me from getting SARS. Uh, and I'm, I knew there was a way to close those gaps and, and that's where infection control came in. Right. Now you were a paramedic at the time, you're still a paramedic, but you, and you work for the... Um, County of Simcoe Paramedic Services as an infection control professional. What, under normal circumstances, what, what does your job entail? Under normal circumstances, it entails policy, education, uh, day -to -day, the day-to-day -day routine, because I'm also a, a frontline supervisor as part of my job. So I have some, my platoon staff under me. But from the infection control side, it's 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 largely education and resource-based, uh, making sure we have the right resources in place, PPE and cleaning and disinfection supplies. So personal personal protection equipment, PPE, I think that's a, a little phrase that we're all getting familiar with. Yes. Um, again, under normal circumstances, why, why do paramedics need to have an infection control professional? Uh, at any given time, you could be going to respond to a call where somebody has an infectious disease. Uh, there's a lot of different things out there before we even talk about COVID, from, from meningitis to uh, bloodborne disease to influenza. And you need to be able, the paramedic needs to be safe. Okay. How many, how many paramedics do you have under your care? There is about 350, give or take a few, with the county of Simcoe. Okay, so in the last two months, how how has your job changed? <laughs> I've been reassigned um, because my infection control expertise uh, is of great use during the COVID outbreak. So I'm reassigned to our, we're working with a great team at the County of Simcoe, uh, partnering with the health unit and all our partners to make sure that we're providing the proper guidance, keeping the paramedics safe on a day-to-day -day basis and keeping them confident in what they're doing mm -hmm. and the practices that... Uh, that are that they're being asked to do yeah you'd think that a lot of the calls are covid related but I, I would assume that that's not the case that probably you're still getting the same number of calls that you would normally get is that true so we are getting uh, we do have seen a decrease in our call volume um yeah. by a, by a little bit um and you know there's sometimes a sense that people are nervous to, to engage the healthcare system with the problems that they're having mm -hmm. um but we are seeing a lot of people who fail COVID screening. So they may have some symptoms that are indicative of COVID, but they don't end up having COVID in the long run. Right. So we've definitely transported some patients with COVID, but the majority of our transports are non-COVID. Right. Now, what is it important for people to know or what, what do you, what would you like people 
to know about the job of first responders during this time uh, that would maybe make them feel more comfortable making that call or not making the call if they don't need to? Yeah, I think I think it's um, important to understand that uh, although the paramedics are working under some more difficult conditions with the personal protective gear that they have to wear on an ongoing basis and and the circumstances they're finding, that if you are having a medical emergency, um, that still you can call 911 and be confident that we've got practices in place that are going to keep you safe, where we've got practices in place to make sure that, that our ambulances are clean, disinfected, our, our paramedics have worn the proper PPE, they're performing hand hygiene, they're social isolating, they're taking all the precautions so that we can deliver uh, safe health care uh, to the residents of the county of Simcoe. So I, we encourage you that if, if, if you're having a medical emergency, you're having chest pain, you can't breathe, you're having signs and symptoms of stroke, don't put it off, don't ignore it because you're afraid of the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. We will still come and care for you and you will be safe coming into the healthcare system. Yes. If you have signs and symptoms of COVID, use the online assessment tools, go to the assessment centers, call your doctor. Um, that's the best way to manage those things. Right. And, and of course, you mentioned the county of Simcoe, but I would say that that applies to every region all across the country. Um, the paramedics are there. They're doing everything that they need to do to uh, keep their staff safe, but also to keep, keep you safe. Um, Greg, I can imagine that this is super stressful for you, um, especially at this time. It's a stressful job. What I mean, you're a man of faith. That's how I know you. Um, what what keeps you going? What gives you hope during this time? Well, it's 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 a little interesting. I stumbled upon uh, the litany of trust uh, at the front of Holy Martyrs back when we still could go in for for adoration, and and it's it's always been something that I I've kind of been it's been a personal uh, struggle for me. You know, I like to be in control of things. That's my job, right? <laughs> um, I, so I've been really turning over trust. I've been asking to that trust in the, the skill that I've been blessed with, that I make and trust that I can uh, make the right decisions. Uh, um, you know, it's always God's always uh, at my side. I don't think I don't think I do this alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess you must be missing Eucharistic adoration. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's uh, it's something that. Uh, I think everybody in the community, our community is missing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, the Eucharist. Um, that doesn't mean that Christ is not present. He's still present, even though it might be harder to uh, to see him. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Greg, well, thank you for, for sharing a little bit of what you do with us today. Um, it's certainly given me a little reassurance that <laughs> the paramedics know what they're doing because they're under your care. Um, and uh, I hope it does the same for our viewers. Well, I'm glad to have had this opportunity, and uh, I hope that we can all get through this safely, and there will be an end in sight. Yes. Thank you, Greg. Take care. You're welcome. That was a conversation I had with Greg Bruce, who is an infection control professional for the paramedic services of the county of Simcoe, which is just north of Toronto. To listen to this conversation again, or for the rest of the Salt and Light Hour, or to watch them as part of our series, Hope From Home, go to saltandlighttv.org.